and everybody has it back again. Don't take no mess at the rose garden. Jesus, they're on fire. They're what we desire. The men in black can handle it. Other teams can scrapple it. How they win that game today? There's just one thing you can say. How does somebody shoot that three? Believe it, it ain't easy. How did Brian jump so sweet? Believe it, it ain't easy. It's the flying dot that's in your lap. So, Danny, how's your off season going? Hey, so uh, how? Uh, let's see, we're uh, we've been about a month into this now. It's been yeah. been, been been a while. Um, it's going. It's uh, you and I have talked a bunch. It's it's hurry up and wait, man. Yeah. That's that's where we're at right now. It's it's as much as we can talk about one team falling off here and could Portland potentially pry something out there. It's like uh, May sixteenth. We're that's, all just we're counting just down waiting. the days, man. That's all. I have a I have a mailbag running in a couple days on the site, mm-hmm. and all of the questions that I got were about like trade targets and you know who could they get this guy or you know what are some you know things they could do this summer and I kind of feel like a broken record with it just because my answer to every single one of these questions is we have to wait and see where the lottery lands and where you know where their pick lands and that's going to dictate everything else that's possible because if they get one you know i've been saying this you've been saying this if they win the lottery and get the number one pick they are taking victor Wembanyama. they're not trading the pick no if they don't get number one they're probably going to trade the pick and i think joe and dame and chauncey and everybody that talked at exit interviews pretty much telegraphed that yeah nice nice little illuminati triangle there yeah uh all, but all linked it, together. But if that pick and but even you know if they're going to trade the pick, it's going to depend also on where it lands. Because if it's mm-hmm. two or three, there's two other guys in the draft besides Wemby, which are Scoot Henderson and Brandon Miller, mm-hmm. that in most years would one of them would go number one. Unabashedly, and, Scoot. On uh, like across really because I was so was that was that just the. Uh, the the Brandon Miller stuff was that just like during the you know during the tournament was 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 it one of those like people need stuff to talk about to you know I think so like and again I think Miller if you squint is number one in some drafts uh huh six foot nine with a ratchet kind of hard to be like yeah I mean we're talking about this, Jabari Smith Jr. was in the same conversation last year and I yeah. think Brandon Miller's a, a better shooter okay I mean so like but Scoot is unabashedly Every other draft that doesn't have a LeBron, uh, a Victor, like a, like a generational a Zion, a generational even Zion guy. was even Zion. There was some actual like, oh, you know, maybe Jaws the guy. Maybe people are worried about Zion. Like, I, I there wasn't that much of that, but there was. I think the last two that were just like unequivocally, this is the number one guy. One of them mm-hmm. was the LeBron one in '03, and the other, the last one before that, I think was Tim Duncan in '97. Those were the two where. It's like can't is, miss, unbelievable. Yes, because even even in 07, there was a it was an Odin Durant debate. Now most of the most of the people would have taken Odin, but it was still every a GM survey, every GM surveyed before the draft took that Odin. Well, right, but it was still a debate. It was still sure. a thing people are talking about. Like, there's not even anybody who's trying to do the nobody saying bit, being like, yeah. oh, you know, <laughs> I actually don't know if Victor is the is the guy. But anyway, yeah. they get the number one pick. That's what they're gonna do. Hundred yeah, percent. They. they they will not trade it. Like no, I, I've talked to about a dozen front office execs now 
there is not a exec in the league that would trade that pick. No. I for also any, for, for anyone. Not even Giannis under contract. Period point blank. Giannis is the one that I would like halfway have the conversation about and even then I'd say no. You might take the phone call. That's literally yeah. the only player in the league you're taking the phone call for. Right. Which is that's that's not hyperbole. That is straight from no, people yeah. who are running teams. Absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> like, no, uh, I and uh, there is also so I there's also this thought. I mean, we, you know, we all saw what Dame said at exit interviews mm-hmm. about like I don't want to have you know more 19 year olds. I love Shaden. Like he had this endorsement of Shaden Sharp, but like he doesn't want them to like draft another 19 year old. I think he was talking about like he doesn't want to wait for Scoot Henderson or Brandon Miller. Yes, hundred percent. I think I think if they if they get Wembenyama, I think that's a different thing. That's a different conversation. I think yeah, I Dame. Mean, I think Dame's down for that. I've talked to Dame about Wemby, and in the sense of like, have you ever seen a dude like this? And the answer is no. He's like, <laughs> I mean, you know, he said something along the lines of. Uh, it was after it was after the highlight after he yeah. put back his own missed three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have yeah. you ever seen anybody do that? He goes, that dude does stuff nobody's <laughs> ever done. And so it, I think he'd be. I think he'd be yeah. even even like regardless of like how far away it's going to be before Wemby is like an NBA ready to be like a, the best player on a title team. I think just like he's Tim Duncan. He's going to be impactful as a rookie. Well, right. Also, but I also just you know I know Dame pretty well. So do you. Uh, we've both been around him for a long time. We both talked to him you know over the years about this kind of stuff mm. i think he's enough of a fan of the nba that i think he would like yeah. to have a front row seat for the guy that, that people show. think is the next lebron yeah and that's the thing is like he's he's truly different now whether or not he's healthy or whether or not one thing translates he's seven foot four with a jumper who can put the ball on the floor he's probably going to be one of the greatest shot blockers the league has ever seen is there. I can't use enough hyperbole to talk about the guy because I hear front office people talk about him like not on par with LeBron, above LeBron, when we're talking about expectations and things like that. And that is so, unless you lived through the LeBron stuff, it is, if you were under the age of like 30, there is just no way you can grasp how insane the expectations were of LeBron James. He was on the cover of Sports Illustrated when he was 16 with the headline, The Chosen One, and then he lived up to it. Like, the most (laughs) successful hype matching in history, and people are projecting more for Victor. That's that's the insanity of this. Honestly, like, the 2023 equivalent, because remember when they put, uh, like, in 2002 or 2003, when, you know, all the LeBron hype was Mm -hmm. starting... ESPN was showing his high school games. And at the time, that was like something nobody was doing. Nobody was like, showing St. Mary's games. You I feel like, like the 2023 equivalent of that is the NBA showing Victor Wembanyama's French League games on the on app. Their app. Even, <laughs> even as they're like punishing teams for tanking. It's like, yeah, we don't want you guys to tank, but here you guys can go watch the games of this guy that everybody's going to... I'm just going to read you this thing. This is... Uh, 
somebody sent me this a while ago and I just pulled it up, but uh, our friend, uh, you know, both of our, you know, friend, acquaintance, uh, colleague, Kristen Peake, who mm-hmm. covers the draft for Yahoo and is mm-hmm. is basically like the closest thing to Mike Schmitz now that Mike isn't like in the media yeah. space anymore. As far as like people who are just always at these events, we just saw her like a couple weeks at ago Hoop at the Summit. Hoop Summit. She's at all this stuff. She's one of the people that's like out there grinding at every single one of these events, knows all the prospects since they were like 12. All she walks stuff. into a room and every single person in the room knows her. Yeah. So this is a scouting report that she wrote about Victor Wembanyama last summer. And this is before really, this is even like the, before the Wemby Vegas. Wemby mania really went well, nuts. Well, because it really went nuts when like the, the, you know, the two games in Vegas where Overtime everybody got to yeah. actually see it. This is from like July of, of last year. This is her uh, scouting report of Wemby from then. Quote, think Rudy Gobert mixed with Kevin Durant and Anthony Davis. That's what Wembanyama is projected to be. If you think that comp is too outrageous, then how about a larger Giannis Antetokounmpo without any weaknesses? <laughs> okay. Like, give you a seven foot four Giannis with a jumper. Okay, sure, yeah. Like, what Sounds I said, good to me. Like I said, like, like, there's, like, there's no limit to the hyper- hyperbole. And th- these are, this is from people who are not prone to hyperbole. <laughs> like, you've decision makers who tamper down and downplay stuff all the time. Like, ah, you know, there's this, there's that, there's this. No, they are saying things that is the most outlandish things you have ever heard. Right after that Vegas game, this was like early in the season. You and I were in the locker room, and I forget which players. It must have been. It was either Nas or Trendon. It was like it was a hundred percent Nasir. I already know where you're going. With this. <laughs> and he was just, he was just like we were like watching it on his, like he was like watching them on his phone, and we were like talking about it. And he was just like looking at this, like this is like a cheat code in 2K. Like, what are you even supposed to? He's do like, with what this? am I supposed to do with this? He's like, I get switched on this guy. What? What am I? He's like putting his hand up. He's like, I, I can I get there? He's like, if, if this dude comes in the league, like, what are you supposed to do with this? He's like, Rudy can't stay with him. You know, he, he starts like Giannis. Like, what, what's like, if those guys can't do anything with him, what is everybody else supposed to do? Like, other players are looking at him like, I, what? What are you supposed to do? Like, you just like the to me like the most obscene thing. It's the the putback dunk off the miss three is otherworldly, but like the simplest. Thing for me is the picture of him and Rudy Gobert together. Rudy oh, yeah. Gobert is seven foot one. I was at summer league. I want to say it was like 2013, whatever, whatever Rudy's rookie year was. Yeah, 20, it was 13. 2013. And uh, you know, the side gym and Thomas and Mac, the auxiliary gym, the Cox. Yeah. The, Are, is it Cox or is it the one they do the practice? Because Cox is the no, second the pra- one. No, 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 the practice one. The, okay, the, the I forget I forget the name of it, but that, but yeah, I know the one you're yeah. talking about. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. got like high school style rollout bleachers. Yeah, and Team I, USA. I, I've covered a couple of Team USA training camps, I yeah. think, before and the they, Rio they Olympics. That and that's where they do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So I, you know, that the thing you do when, when you go lay on the bleachers and you kind of lay across like five, six steps and you kind of stretch out. And I was just sitting there chilling before a game and, and, I don't know what made Rudy do this, but he comes over and just kind of mimics me. And he, and he's, but he sprawls over like seven more rows of bleachers uh-huh. Uh-huh. and he spreads out and he looks at me and he just goes, <laughs> and just kind of giggled at me. And I was like, this dude is a freak. Like he, his wingspan is like just short of eight feet. I think, you know, I, I we hadn't seen him play. He's just so long. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking, I have never seen anybody built like this. 
And then you see Victor next to Rudy and you just see just how much bigger Victor is than Rudy Gobert. And that to me is like the thing that just like, you look at Rudy Gobert and you're like, oh, he's stiff. He can't do this. You look at Victor, he moves like Kevin Durant. And you see the contrast between those two and you're like, no, but bigger. Way bigger. I, I, uh, I remember that. That's actually interesting. You bring that. First of all, first of all, has he has have we had the Victor Yao picture yet? Because no, that's, that's, that's the last. That's the last one. Thing. Yeah. That's the one we need. But my, I think my favorite genre of visual content on the internet is pictures mm. of Yao standing next to people who are anything and otherwise like. Like the like the one of him and Shaq where he just like dwarfs over Shaq. There's like one Seven with him foot and, one, three hundred and thirty. There's one with him and Bill Walton smaller. where Bill Walton looks like it's like where it looks like it's that picture of like Muggsy Bogues and George Marizan. Yeah. Like Yao next to anybody. I feel I I need to see. I, I I'll bet I'll bet Wemby would still look small because Yao is so much bigger. Yao's head is the size of an Easter Island statue. Yeah, but uh, it's funny you bring up the the agility and the you know being able to move thing because I remember one of the two profiles. There have been two big profiles of Wemby that have been published. One of them was the Jeremy Wu one in SI, and then there was the the Windy Gavoni one in uh, ESPN. Yeah, they went out there for a couple weeks. I forget which one it was that I read this in, but I remember one of them was talking about. Wamby working out with Holger Dirksky, his shooting mm-hmm. coach. And one of the things Holger said, because originally their plan was to have him bulk up, and Holger was like, no, 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 no. Don't put on a bunch of muscle. Don't put on a bunch of weight because then you're going to get into, you know, the having all the stuff, injury yeah. stuff, all the lower body stuff that a lot of big men have. The Anthony stuff. Davis stuff. The Joel Embiid stuff his first two years when he yep. missed two full seasons with a broken foot. Like, that, the, you know, the Greg Oden stuff. That's the other thing is, like, I get... Like, I, you know, there, there, there are people I've talked to, like Blazer fans that I've talked to about the idea of getting Wemby. And they... The, ab- the abject fear of Bowie There and is Odin. that. I will say that, like, <laughs> Odin coming into the draft had the medical red flags that existed. And one uh, one leg was an inch longer than the other. That, and they knew yeah, it. yeah. Like, they that, knew microfracture surgery was going to happen. Yeah. The Wemby stuff, I, like, I've just... All the stuff that we've read about just how much they're doing to take My care God. of his body and how much to, to make sure he doesn't get injured. Like there's no flags it's and, and there's really not any of that stuff that's really out there that people say, I don't know, be careful about this guy. Like, not even the is, biomechanics. That's the thing. It's like, normally you worry when they're that big, you worry about their gait or you worry about, um, with Bobo, uh, remember, remember Bobo at hoop summit. Yeah. The murmurs, like he was running and his ankles are pronating like six inches and it was like like little scouts and decision makers and gms and agms are like oh my god like they were terrified of of the injuries just piling up for him like because because of just that just seeing it in person it was like oh my god look at how much how much his ankles move with Victor, there's none of that stuff. The biomechanic stuff, like he's stable. He spends like an hour a day, like just getting uh, rolled out. He spends like another hour doing yoga. He gets like a mandatory 10 hours of sleep a night. Like the stuff that he does to keep his body right, it's like LeBron spending the million dollars a year on his body. Victor's doing that already. That's the insanity of it. Like they're prepping him to be the guy. So there's another, so there's a ten and a half percent chance that you and I spend the next ten years talking about this guy. Let, <laughs> Learning so there, French. There, 
Oh yeah, you know, I I already got that Duolingo app on my phone. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start doing that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, there's a 89.5% chance then that this doesn't happen. Sure. And if that doesn't happen, if you get kind of where we were talking about before we got off on this whole Wemby tangent, but uh. It's fun to go on the Wemby change. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. We're still a couple of weeks away. Dude, we're, it's we're, it's fun to we're, all, we're all looking for stuff to talk about. Like, I <laughs> I just, I didn't even, like, have a rundown of stuff I wanted to talk with you about before. I, like, usually when I bring a guest on, I'm like, you know, but yeah, I want to hit this, I want to hit this, I want to hit this. But I was just like, I'm just going to bring Danny on. We're just going to vibe, and that's what it ended up being. But, uh, 